Welcome to Haunted Hospitality, Southern Stories Told by Spooky Gingers. I'm Robin. And I'm Zoe, and I have a story for you today. But first, Robin, how's life? Life is the good. So... Life is the good? I think I said life is good. You said life is the good. Well, you know what? Life is the good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Life is the good, and... I bought something that I think you know about it. I mean, I was with you when I bought it, but yes. I want to talk about it. Okay. So in uh, a mini-sode, you and I did tarot readings on each other. Yes. And we talked about how I didn't actually have the right card deck for it because I bought mine online when really you're supposed to make sure your energies match up with it. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the same place you got your super special tarot card yes. because I'm a copycat. Yes. And I got my super special tarot card. So yes, the um store that I got mine at forever ago and then that Robin got hers at yesterday? The no, day before. two days ago, yeah. Yeah. It's called Gaia. G-A-E-A gifts for the soul and they claim to have the largest collection of tarot cards in nashville which is saying a lot (laughs) yeah so i ended up getting the john bauer tarot deck and so i was just kind of trying to go off of what zoe said which was like something that you're drawn to and so i was initially somewhat drawn to the first image you see which is the display image uh, it is Blue Mountains with a kind of almost Joan of Arc figure in armor, because it looks like a woman to me, and on a horse, and she's holding a bird, and it looks very mythical, I mm-hmm. think. But I was even more drawn to the card on the back, which is not readily available except here, which is a girl with a bear, and they're having like a a moment of almost like understanding and it's very mm-hmm. cute and innocent and you also have like I guess a fearsome beast but like being kind and I love the artwork on it If it's such a fairy tale based uh, set so I'm gonna like hand them to Zoe so she can look at them I like them when I was going through them before uh, I was like in the back of her dad's car and I found one and so you know we went up there and we look very similar and so we were like (laughs) we're twins and so I found one pretty immediately that was just two long-haired very identical women like looking at each other and the long-haired women were like strawberry blondes Mm -hmm. and I was like Zoe it's us of course (laughs) we don't have long hair mine is not strawberry blonde and Zoe's is purple yes but if I hadn't dyed my hair it would be us yes what do you think? I like them. I have already found a, car- a card with a butt on it, so... She did find the card with a butt on it. And Robin waved to it. I was showing it to her, and she waved <laughs> to it. And I'm guessing that was her way of saying, I see that, but I'm in the middle of saying something, so please put it away. I... <laughs> there was a butt. <laughs> <laughs> There's these, like, little tiny creatures in all black like they're like smurfs but like plague doctors without the mask you know and they're they crop up in every card now now and then i need to look up the folklore behind it i didn't even notice that and it looks like um this card has like the same little girl that robin was talking about that was talking to the bear oh yeah and she's like naked and she's offering her clothes to this giant raven eagle Okay, Falcon. so I haven't gone through all the cards yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, we're only seeing her from the side. It's not like a 
anyway. <laughs> yeah, and something really interesting about it is, like, it doesn't say Four of Swords. It has a four on the top and then a picture of the swords at the bottom. Yeah. And that's really interesting to me. I I like it because it's all about symbols. Yeah. You, know? you got to look into it a bit more. Anyway, I I really want to do a uh, another tarot reading with you, Zoe, mm-hmm. where we can kind of use the deck that I picked as mine. Yes. Oh, look. She's sad and she has long red hair. Oh. Yeah. And she's on a dead swan. She's not a dead... Oh, she's on a dead swan, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, that was my life. How's your life? Well, so this happened before our trip to Asheville slash Biltmore, but I do want to tell this funny, terrible story. This so, is the best stories. This is the best stories. So, um, my cat is currently in the other room looking in my clean laundry pile looking for a, a red beam of light, but... <laughs> So, (laughs) wait, that still worked. I thought. Yeah, yeah, I'm not shining the light anymore. He's still looking for it, and I feel guilty, but also um, I need him not to attack my feet. No, that was an amazing way to get him out of here. Thank you. But, so he is a cuddle bug, especially at night. He likes to sleep on the bed, which I'm perfectly fine with. But he. So I was having a dream one night, right? And I'm this, like, little girl. Like, I'm a little girl, right? And I'm walking around a house. It's a perfectly normal dream. I don't really have weird vibes from it. And then I walk into a kitchen. And first of all, I don't recognize this house at all, okay? I walk into a kitchen, and the only way I know that I'm little is because I have to, like, reach up to open the fridge door because, like, the line between the fridge door and the freezer door is above my head. Mm -hmm. So I reach up, I open the fridge door, And there's this, like, doll sitting there on the top shelf. And she has, like, she's, like, one of those porcelain dolls. She's sitting up, and she has this really pretty green dress on. And it's, like, velvet. And she has this curly red hair. And the doll looks at me, and then she smiles. And it's this really creepy smile. And I see her mouth moving. And I know in my dream that I hear words, but I have no idea what she said. And, like, without me really even fully realizing what was happening, I was being, like, sucked into the doll. Like, it's like when you're watching a movie and, like, the camera zooms in on someone's face, but, like, I was moving towards the face, right? And then Toes jumps onto my bed in my face waking me up, scaring the crap out of me, I accidentally, like, kind of half-punch him. Mm -hmm. And then I realize that it's toes, and so I grab him, and I cuddle him, and he's purring, so he forgives me. But it's just, like, that dream was about to become a bad dream. It totally was. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that the doll had red hair. Yeah, so I I know I told this story to Robin already, mm-hmm. but I didn't go into like super detail. But yeah, she had like this curly red, and she had um a, a hat on like a Russian fur hat, and like it was the, like the it tail? um it it was like this, you know what Victor Crumb wears in the fourth yes. Harry Potter? It was like that, but it was the same deep emerald green as her dress. Okay, so while you were talking, I had a potentially terrifying interpretation of that dream can Mm -hmm. i tell you what it is because i'm just thinking 
okay, red hair, that changes the game. Because I know that as a ginger, I very much am like, okay, red hair, that is a symbol of myself. Right. I mean, and you did change your hair, so maybe you're thinking about hair color some. <laughs> but I, I was thinking, okay, so Zoe being sucked into herself. And then I was thinking, or... I had, okay, it just reminded me of when you talked about, uh, I think it was um, two episodes ago during the sleep paralysis, when I was talking about sleep paralysis, and you were talking about possibly being possessed by something in your sleep because you were talking with your grandmother, mm-hmm. and you don't remember doing this. Well, you know, you were a little kid then, and you were a little kid with red hair, and I was just thinking, is this what it feels like for that spirit or any spirit kind of like getting closer and closer and you don't even realize you're being sucked in? Is it almost like a magnet? So you're saying like I was the spirit and that doll was me. Kind of. And so I was being sucked into the vessel that I then began speaking through. Kind of. I'm, okay. I, yeah. I mean, I'm saying like it made me think of that, but in a very reverse situation. Right. Yeah. Anyway. It was a kind of funny story because I did accidentally punch my cat. You did punch your cat. And um, he's okay. Like, I didn't punch him hard. And (laughs) he wasn't even, like, thrown off the bed or anything. But um, he did jump in my face while I was sleeping. So Um, Maybe he could tell you were about to... Maybe you were twitching. Maybe I was twitching or maybe he had adrenaline. Maybe, like, Mm -hmm. I was starting to have higher levels of, of adrenaline and he could smell that. I don't know. Maybe he could somehow sense that I was starting to get a little freaked out. And so he decided, mm, I'm going to wake her up. Good boy toes. Good boy toes. As he still looks for the red dot. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's my life update. Very cool. So we're going to start a really brief, quick segment on the show that will happen occasionally. It's nothing like major, like something spooky, something southern. But we just want to appreciate our listeners a little bit. So we are going to be reading our... Uh, lovely reviews y'all send in sometimes when y'all send them and so i'm gonna read a review it's very short from spooky story lover it says amazing podcast the stories are so cool sound quality is great too five stars thank you spooky story lover yes we love spooky stories too yes and so if you want your name and review shouted out on our podcast just go to itunes and leave us a five-star review well any review. I guess it doesn't have to be five star. <laughs> what is it going to be like? Okay, um, Emma left us a two star review. She says, it's kind of okay, but not great. Thanks, yeah. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Nobody left that review. No, it's no. It's not a review. <laughs> and I apologize to all Emmas out there. But yeah. Just that- ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's our really quick segment. All right. Well, I have a Something Southern I would like to share with you. Okay. Yes, please share. I forgot about Something Southern. <laughs> I could tell you did, so I just I'm took like, a lead on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so excited for what this episode is about that I'm just like, oh, I want to get into it. I'm pumped too. But please, yes, share your Something Southern. So, it is Something Southern, but it's also very spooky, and it's kind of equally both. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of it, I'm calling it Southern. And I have a book recommendation So for people who listen to us regularly, you know, Zoe and I are, uh, you know, we were English majors in college. Mm -hmm. I went on to pursue a master's in creative writing. I just love books. I love reading. If you can see our our Spotlight Saturdays, oftentimes (laughs) they're like book podcasts because I'm like, yeah, there we go. (laughs) Um, And so I just wanted to talk about a book. Okay. It is The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. I read it last year. So, okay, 
One good thing that happened during COVID is that I became quite the recreational reader. Mm-hmm. And I go I go through periods where I can have like months where I just read book after book after book and love it, and then months where I don't read. Mm-hmm. And so this was one of the things that really kick-started an epic reading binge. Okay. And uh, this is fictionalized, I'm assuming? It's not fictionalized. It's okay. fiction. Well, sorry. Yes, this is fiction, I'm assuming. like uh, It is completely fiction. It is based in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, which is just across the river from Charleston. Mm-hmm. And it's about a group of middle-aged women who start a like a true crime book club together. Well, they alternate. So it's like one month, if I remember correctly, they'll be reading true crime, and then the next will be like maybe a more classic book, and then back to the true crime. Gotcha. And they would, they just form this really great camaraderie and friendship with each other, which I think is really good because you don't always... It was very much a book about like these women's lives changing, and I there's not that many books that I've read that are like middle-aged women are the characters mm-hmm. and where their lives really change you know it's about them they are the protagonists mm-hmm. well one in particular and they're building this friendship together you see it it takes place over the span of years and I mean you don't officially know this guy's a vampire until way deep but I think you kind of get it from the title uh-huh. there is a vampire in their midst and they have to work to get him gone. Okay. Yeah. I, I loved reading it. It's sometimes laugh out loud funny. <laughs> and it is so Southern that, like, it even reminded me of things that I didn't even realize that I had done. Okay. Which is, like, one person had, like, an offhand comment of, oh, yeah, I know her from handbell choir. And I remembered, I oh, yeah, I used to be in a handbell choir. <laughs> G was the like the nicest ring. See, it's all on the wrist. I'm gonna show Zoe okay. real quick. Beautiful, beautiful. You don't want it to be like too much of a reverb. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I love reading this book. If you are in a reading slump, go for this one. One thing that is both a warning and I think a really good thing that this book does it's is it's grotesque when you're writing about life in general, especially the things like these people go through. I mean, their moms they clean up the messes and stuff. It gets gross Mm. and it's just written with such specificity because it's all about like these women are living like the veneer of perfect but it's not perfect gotcha and when you can write the bad things with that specificity i just was so drawn into the moment multiple times i remember being on the beach and like being called in to leave the beach and just being terrified because she was stuck in the attic with a vampire and the details were just bringing me right into that moment highly recommend this book spooky and southern alike check it out okay Mm -hmm. what you don't know is that um i'm actually the author but it's older me from back in time and i was writing about our life experiences that we have later oh i really don't want to be the main character (laughs) i really don't want this book thing to happen to us don't worry robin out of the two of us i'm the main character You don't want to be the main character. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yes, thank you for that book recommendation. I probably won't read it anytime soon, but it will go on my never-ending list of books to read. To be fair, Zoe, it was also the listeners. 
Say that one more time. To be fair, Zoe, it was also to the listeners. Okay, I... My, Sorry, no, 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 that was my bad. Okay, okay. See, you can't hear, I can't speak. It's not the greatest combination. It's not, especially, especially for a podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us yeah. this long. Uh, but Zoe, I want to hear about your story today. And also, yeah, was, you do. and also who it was initially recommended by. I had actually added this to our list prior, but it was also recommended by Glenn. Glenn, thank you for recommending this. Yes, thank you. I went to put it on the list, and I uh, went to the list, and I was like, oh, Zoe's got it. Zoe's on the ball. Zoe's on the ball. Mm -hmm. Because when I saw that this existed, I was like, how did I already not know that this existed? Robin, Mm -hmm. let me tell you. I'm so excited about how excited you are. About the lizard man of South Carolina. He's right around the corner, and how have I not heard of him? Okay, <laughs> so I do want to preface this with, I didn't believe it, because I saw a photo, and I'll show you this photo. I've seen the photo, but I want you to show me the photo again. So that photo, that photo is definitely not it, okay? But I'll get to there. When I saw that photo, learned about a lizard man in Bishopville slash Browntown, South Carolina, Lee slash Sumter County. I was like, there's no way it exists and I haven't heard of it. But as I was doing the research, I was like, oh, maybe this thing does exist. So, Robin, I'm going to give you the facts. And I want to know if by the end of this episode, if you believe that the lizard man is fact or faked. I I reference it because there is a show called Fact or Faked and they did an episode on this. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, spoiler alerts, they've determined that it's fake. But I don't believe them. So <laughs> let me set the scene for you, Robin. Can I close my eyes? Sure. Okay. It's Wednesday, June 29th, 1988. So 33 years ago. And my hair has a lot of hairspray in it. Yes. It's 2 a.m. Christopher Davis is 17 years old. He lives in Browntown, South Carolina. He's driving down Browntown Road right next to Scape Ore Swamp. It's night, if that wasn't clear by the 2 a.m. <laughs> then boom, his tires fly. He must have ran over something, didn't see it. He just wants to be home. He's had a long night. He just wants to be home. It's 2 a.m. Gets out of his car, changes the tire. Puts the flat tire in the back of the car, throws the jack in, ready to go, right? And then he hears something. Something that sounds like running. Really fast running. Exactly. He looks up. The running's getting louder and closer. And he sees, 50 yards away, something emerge from the trees, kicking up dust. It gets closer and he sees two glowing red eyes. The eyes are seven feet in the air. They're set in a scaly green face attached to a lizard-like creature that stood like a man with three clawed fingers on each hand. He dives into his car, terrified. He speeds off. He thinks he's under attack by the devil himself. 
the creature gets to him right as he takes off in his car and claws off his mirror. But Christopher is able to get away. He looks in his rearview mirror, hoping to see the creature where he left it. But no, it's keeping pace with his car. A 40 mile per hour pace. The creature jumps onto the roof and tries to climb in through the passenger side window. Christopher has a drink in his car with ice in it and he throws it in the creature's face and then he goes side to side just in between the two lanes and eventually is able to throw the creature off. The creature keeps pace with the car for a little bit longer but eventually he loses it. Christopher is able to escape this creature, a creature that became known as the Lizard Man. Dun dun dun! Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> so, this wasn't the first sighting of the Lizard Man. However, it was the sighting that brought the news media attention and it brought other people saying, I saw that thing too. Mm-hmm. So, Let's get into the facts. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I am so excited about this. There had been reports as far as two years previous of a large slimy lizard, but none of them had gotten as close as Christopher did, so they didn't actually know the size of it. And so the way Christopher ex- describes it, it's a large man-like creature. It has a tail, three claws at the or three hand fingers, three fingers on each hand. But it's a lizard because it has scales and glowing red eyes, but his face is proportioned as a human's face would be. Ooh. Yeah. Ugly. So some people who have seen it said it looked like an alligator with a really short snout, and other people said it just looks like a human with scales. So two unnamed men also reported to the Lee County Police Force that in that same area two weeks prior, they had been chased by the same beast. Um, there was a pilot in the same area. He was about to take off on his plane. It was a small... He was the only person in the plane. And he was about to get to the the too late point, as I phrased it. But it's basically, at this point, you better be going a certain speed. Otherwise, you better throttle it back or take off. You know, like, if you're not going fast enough at this point... You better slow down so you don't crash into the trees. So you have to be, you have to be pretty much aware of your surroundings, basically. And he was about to get to that point when he saw the lizard man. It looked at him and then walked away. And he kind of like stopped his plane like, what the heck did I just see? After that, Tom and Mary Way report that their car had been mauled the Thursday prior to Christopher's experience. Um, They said that it had torn molding, indented sidewalls, a broken hood ornament, and there were red hairs and animal footprints left behind. Red hairs. Yeah, so the wildlife officer guessed. He's like, eh, my best guess is that it's a red fox. But it's like, a red fox can't cause that kind of damage. Mm -hmm. So it's like, does this guy have like a mohawk thing going on, you know? (laughs) Did he recently maybe eat a red fox, you know? That kind of thing. It was kind of like people were coming forward and they're like, okay, yeah, I did see this. And I do want to note that people who claimed that their car was damaged, their official police reports 
with the damage to the cars. So it's not like people are like, oh, my car was damaged two weeks ago, but it's already brand new and fixed, you know? Yeah. Like, people, like, the damage was real. Regardless of what caused it, the damage was real. Okay. And that's with every single car, because this thing hates cars. I guess so, because I guess it's, like, encroaching on its territory. I'm not entirely sure, because there's some parked cars in the neighborhood that gets destroyed. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this thing just hates cars. Huh. Yeah, so I got a lot of this information from the newspaper article that came out July 20th in 1988. So I was able to look at the original uh, newspaper that said this. And so they surveyed the town people and they're like, hey, do you believe this? Do you not? Whatever. So there's a one-eyed cow in the area. And so one waitress said that it was probably that cow. Yeah, that was that was her best guess. <laughs> I really want to meet that waitress. Yeah, though she did admit that uh, she wasn't sure if the cow could move that fast, forty miles per hour. So, um, and then there's another man who's like, "Oh, I don't know anything about a one-eyed cow, but they make some mighty darn good whiskey in that there swamp," you know. I don't know how, exactly how he phrased it, but he basically implied that Christopher might have been drunk, and he said... Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, moonshiners? <laughs> the way the newspaper phrased it is, people in high spirits can easily misrepresent what they see. <laughs> yeah. Tactful. Yeah. Christopher claims that he wasn't drunk. He was sober. Completely sober. He was a soft-spoken boy. He was polite, you know? He was well-respected in the town, so he wasn't the kind of kid that would be a hoodlum, you know? So I actually got to see an interview with him where he described the creature, and, like, the way he's speaking, he's like, I mean, I saw it. This is what happened. And, like, he visibly looked shocked. So, like, there's no way that... I mean, if he was faking it, he's a very good actor kind of thing. And... He passed two lie detector tests. One was administered by the um, local police, and the other one was administered by SLED. So um, Robin and I know what SLED is. It's the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. They don't put the C in it, because then it would be SCLED. And, um, you know, I've heard of SLED, but I really didn't know what they were, so thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's basically the South Carolina's division, like SWAT or FBI, things like that. Oh, okay. So, um, I actually was able to tour their cybersecurity and, um, things like that facility. It was really interesting. And there was, like, rooms that I had to sign an NDA to be able to get into, so I can't tell you the details. But... It was about to say, so tell us everything. (laughs) But, um... Just kidding. Don't do that. But we happened to go at a time where nobody was there, and it was so weird because it was, like, a Friday morning, and it's, like, everybody's gone, and it's, like, what's happening? But anyway... So, yes. So, SLED administered a lie detector test. And as we all know, lie detector tests aren't admissible in court because they aren't foolproof. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he could be a psychopath. Yeah. But I didn't get that <laughs> from him. <laughs> so, because of him passing the lie detector tests, the insurance company had to pay for the damage. So the insurance company did end up paying for it. So it was like a... What um, did those forms say? Um, animal attack. <laughs> if the insurance company 
is paying for the damage. It's real. It's real. You know? Okay. So, after this, the WCOS, which was a Columbia radio station, I don't know if they still exist because I've never heard of them. I never heard of them either, and I scanned through all the channels. Exactly. So, they offered a $1 million award to anybody who could bring in the lizard man alive. I... Can I tell you my theory behind that? Yes. I totally think they were like, the, the lizard man is not real. We don't have a million dollars. We're just going to say this. Yes. Because it ended up bringing in tourists. So many Clever. people. Like, I mean, I was reading and there was one person from Japan who came over to do a documentary about this. Like, this became world news. I'm going to, I can show you the clip later, Robin. But it was on um, the Late Late Show with, hold on, I wrote it somewhere, uh, James Corden. Oh. Yeah. Like okay. this. So wait, it's still worldwide news. It's still wo- worldwide news. Okay. Yes. It brought in endless tourists, endless people coming in, trying to capture this lizard man. I'm very <laughs> happy for South Carolina's economy. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and... Okay, I might as well put this here. They ended up having a Lizard Man festival. They have a Lizard Man festival every single year. And you can go and get, like, Lizard Man t-shirts and souvenirs. Well, we know our next excursion. Yes, we know our next excursion. It's, like, three, no, not even three hours, like, an hour and a half up the road. Because we're not that far from Sumter County, Lee County, whatever, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. (laughs) So when WCOS announced the $1 million reward, they specified that it has to be alive because their idea was that they would first charge people 25 cents a person to view the lizard man, okay, get back their money, a million dollars worth by selling a quarter per person, and then they would sell it to the Smithsonian Institute. Okay. Yep. Okay. That was their plan. Okay. Brilliant. Um, so, and then there were a lot of locals that were trying to get in on the action as well. Um, there was a, a group of four that specifically, like, went out to buy rifles that the newspaper interviewed. And they're like, do you believe in this? And they're like, mm, no, it's probably a bear. But it's a million dollars, you know? Mm. I'd believe in anything for a million dollars. So at that point, a lot more locals ended up believing in the Lizard Man. Yeah. And so this million dollar thing where it helped the economy, it actually kind of leads to the point of some of the naysayers. They believe that when the locals saw, because it was a small town, right? When they saw that a lot of people were coming in for this lizard man and how quickly they hopped onto the lizard man day and all of that they're like oh they're just faking the attacks on their own cars so that they can have proof of quotes proof of the lizard man so some of the attacks on the cars happened after it got big yes oh okay yeah so some people I mean, the most recent attack I have in my notes, I think, was 2011. Oh. Yeah. And the photo that people took in the video happened in 2015. So um, this thing comes up in the news every now and then. But people are saying that because the locals were like, okay, 
lizard man equals Taurus, Taurus equals money. I'm going to make people think that the lizard man exists. I'm going to attack my own car, attack my own animals, things like that. But I have some information that there's one specific story that to me proves it exists. But I'll get into it. Hold on a second. Wilder ride. Anyway. So people were coming in. Many people thought it was a bear. Um, But a local carpenter, don't know how that gives him any credence to what he's about to say, but he said that the tracks were aligned in a straight procession typical of human steps. So I don't really fully understand what that means, but my guess is that the way the tracks were, the way the animal walked, it's the way a human would walk and not the way a bear would walk, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Many other people thought maybe it was just a giant lizard, you know? Some people thought it might be a panther. Um, Some people thought it was just an alligator that was walking on its hind legs for, for some reason. Yeah. The way it could be a bear, they didn't mention this in any of the sources I saw, but I think it's called mange? Yeah. Um, the, when the, the animals, skin disease? Yeah, the skin disease, mm-hmm. where it loses the fur and it looks, like, diseased. Every video by that dodo group that's, like, all about animal rescues, exactly. almost all of them, it's like... Because the thing is, they know if they show me a mangy dog, I'm going to stick around for the three minutes to see that dog alive and well. Yes. So, like, it could have been a trick of the light making him look green, and it could have been a bear with mange. Several times over. Yes. And that the spots that the mange, like, gives the skin could be misconstrued as scales. I'm... It's hard to picture. How about that? It's really hard to picture. Yeah, and I imagine that a shaved bear doesn't look like a human. I don't think it would look like a bear, though. That's the one thing I would say. That is true. I, I think I would see that and be like, what the heck? Just this floppy (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to go yeah yeah the lizard man was mostly seen in Lee and Sumter counties however um, there are reports in the swampy areas between Charleston and Folly Beach so basically anywhere that there's swamps which is a lot in South Carolina there are some reports of this lizard man. Hmm. So besides the sightings, there were other hints that there was some sort of creature around, you know? There were missing and dead dogs, cats. Um, Local farmers were missing cattle and finding dead cattle. And uh, deer were found torn apart. Things like- Torn apart? Yeah. I'll get into more details later, but, like, content warning, there will be a dead dog later. Um. Yeah. But, um, so there's animals that have been brutalized in the area. So one thing I did want to bring up that, to me, leads credence to it, when you hear about other cryptids, because that's what this is, we're covering our first cryptid. Yay! Um, when you hear about other cryptids, there's a lot of reports about them where the people who are reporting on them, either their description is so totally different and then people just kind of shoehorn it in, or their description is to a T the exact same description as somebody else had publicly given already. 
you know? Mm -hmm. So it's either so different that it's probably a different creature and people are like, oh, this is probably a sighting. Or it's the exact same that you could be like, oh, he, they just read the other guy's report. Yeah. You know? However, in this case, there's enough variance with the same core ideals that I think it leads credence to it. Because almost every single person says, it is an upright creature walking like a human. It has a tail, it has scales, and the body is green and it has glowing red eyes. Every single one of them say that. Oh, and also it has the three claws on its hands. Talons, maybe? Yeah. Every single one of them says that. There is one person that says, or a few people that say, that the head, instead of being green, is gray. Mm -hmm. But the body is green. And so the one person said it's a mix of human and dinosaur features, which as a dinosaur is understood in the early 19 or the late 1900s. Um, that's weird to say in 1980s, 1990s. But as dinosaurs. I was born in the late 1900s. God. <laughs> as dinosaurs were understood in the like 1980s, 1990s. Um, that was before we found out that feathers might be on dinosaurs and things like that. I mean, I know in my head that dinosaurs are likely covered in feathers, mm-hmm. but I still picture them as scales. And to be honest, I think if I saw a depiction of a dinosaur with feathers, like a bear without fur, I'd be like, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was one person, only one person who said this, but I wanted to throw this in because I like it. Yeah. Okay, so... Have you seen an alligator climb a fence? I know you had, like, one weird dream once where an alligator climbed your house. But, and then you're... Really? Yeah. No? No, I don't think you're... No, I did. Yeah, you, I yeah. totally right. Okay. And that was recent. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've seen one climb a fence. Okay. Well, anybody in Florida knows that alligators can climb, right? This one individual must have seen this thing climb... And they said that it must have suction pads, like a octopus, on its hands and feet that it uses to climb like a gecko. I don't okay. believe that. I don't believe that because if you have claws, you're not going to have suction pads. But the way a alligator climbs things, it looks like it's literally just walking on the wall. And so you could misconstrue that as like, oh, it must have suction pads. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's just they're digging their claws in. Isn't it like the worst that we don't have claws or suction pads? Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have we have no defenses. We are so weak. <laughs> yes. And speaking of geckos, I do want to take this moment <laughs> to say the reason I'm so excited about this, I don't think I've ever mentioned anything about this on the podcast, is because I love lizards so freaking much. She loves lizards. Like, just yesterday, I ran off to chase a lizard, and then my father and Robin both had to yell at me to not try to catch the lizard. You have a tattoo of a lizard. I have a tattoo of a gecko on ah. my leg, so that's why I was going to bring it up here, my tattoo. Cool, So, yeah. I consider myself the lizard queen. So I have a tattoo of a red gecko wearing a crown, giving a little blep on my leg because I am the lizard queen. So that's why I'm in love with the story so much. And you can probably hear that I've been smiling this entire time. 
So. She has. She's really happy, guys, which is amazing. <laughs> okay. So let's get into some more sightings. Yes. Okay. 2004 September in Bishopville. Almost all of these happened in Bishopville. A man finds his van's fenders torn off. There's scratches down the sides. The window's broken and the inside is torn apart. And the car was parked in front, like on his property. Mm-hmm. Um, people believed that he left food in the car. And some people said it was like a bear or something trying to get into the car. But other people think it's the lizard man. I think that's the most logical explanation. I mean, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the difference between a bear and the lizard man is that the bear is fake and the lizard man exists. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard it here first, guys. Bears do not exist. It's do just, not let anybody tell you otherwise. It's just lizard men in fursuits. That's all. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, okay, so bears have five claws, and usually when they have swiping attacks, it's with four of them. But the lizard man has three. It was three? And it was three scratches everywhere. So unless it's, like, a bear that's missing a toe, it's, like, it's the lizard man. Unless he's missing a finger on both hands, it's the lizard man. Awesome. Yes. Then, a month later, same town, November 2004... A man's outbuilding was broken into. So it's basically like a shed or a detached garage, something like that. And he had a deep freezer in there. And so the garage outbuilding thing was broken into. The deep freezer was opened. All the food was brought out of the deep freezer from... And it was um his hunting games from the previous hunting season. So it was a bunch of like deer meat and things like that. The food was brought outside, torn apart, and eaten. Ooh, I'm just saying, like, he must have hated that. Yes, probably. <laughs> a lot of work for that. Yeah. Um, so there was actually, it was muddy because it had just rained because it's November. So it was just after hurricane season when a lot of rains happen. So they made casts of the tracks that were found in the mud nearby. Oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun, she says while yawning. <laughs> Sorry. Let me drink my coffee. It really is fun. Yes, they made casts. The tracks were 14 inches long. So, a large foot. Yes, but not Bigfoot. A lot of people were trying to say that this was Bigfoot with mange. It still doesn't make any sense. No, no. So, um, well, okay, nobody ever said mange, but the scales are the only thing I can think of. So, I'm the one saying mange, but a lot of oh. people think it's a Bigfoot cousin Sorry. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the tracks were 14 inches long, and they had three toes. And they were unable to determine what creature besides the lizard man could have made these tracks. So, Robin, Mm -hmm. these are the tracks. Oh, those are some weird tracks. Yeah, so it's like a circle, and then it's another circle above that with the three toes coming off. Okay, I gotta tell you, I was not expecting the toes to look like that. So, I think that, um, obviously casts of mud tracks aren't perfect. No. Yeah, so, I do think that's the vague shape instead of the exact. But still, I was not expecting The toes to be long? Um, you know, I guess maybe I hadn't thought about what they were, but look at them. They... Okay, our toes, you know what toes look like. Yeah. 
our toes don't go and end in a point, but I think mm-hmm. a lot of animals do because that makes way for claws. These toes look like they're rounded or squared off like our toes are. Yeah. It does not narrow at all. And also, that is a very high arch for a foot. It would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you can just see the heel and then the ball of the foot and there's missing space in between, even though you can tell the rest of this cast has depth to it. So, like, I think if I were to lay my foot on the same cast, it would still show my arch in there. Right. Yeah. The fact that it's so deep means that the lizard man is pretty heavy. Oh, Mm -hmm. because he sinks. Yeah, he sinks more. Okay. There's some, like, math you can determine based on how far the footsteps sink about how heavy the the thing would be. Um, I didn't see anybody do the math, and I don't even have the measurements of how deep it was, so I couldn't even Google how to do the math. But I also think it would depend on the ground. Yeah, and it depends on the consistency of the ground. There's probably, like, um, estimations that you can make based mm-hmm. off of, okay, you know it's mud in the soil county. Like, it would be different if it was red clay mud versus soil mud, you know? Yeah. But, yes, so those are the casts. Thank you for showing me that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna haunt my dreams. <laughs> and I'm sorry to bring math into this show. Yeah, we try not to do that, everyone. Yeah. Oh, and I do want to say, I don't know if you saw this, but at the bottom of this photo of the cast, it says College of Charleston. <gasps> So the College of Charleston currently holds these casts. Interesting. Yes. So this is official, guys. It's this official. is real. This is real. I'm gonna go buy a Lizard Man t-shirt. Okay. I want a Lizard Man t-shirt so bad. Do it. Okay. I will. Let's go to Bishopville. Anyway, no sightings that made the news happen for a good bit because this happened in 2004. And then the next one I have is 2011. So there were a couple, like, I saw it kind of things, but nothing with evidence. So October 2011, Bishopville adjacent. It was like three miles outside of the county lines or something. It was some farmer. Actually, the farmer's name was Barney Smith. (laughs) He had nine sheep and four goats that were killed. So they were torn apart and parts of them were eaten. And then um, the tracks on site were similar to the previous ones that I just showed you. However, this time they found sets of the 14-inch tracks, but they also found very similar tracks, but these were 9 inches. It's having babies. There's two lizard men. (laughs) There's two lizard men. And then something I also want to throw in there, but I have no idea how it relates to the case in the slightest, is that there were several uh, holes in the yard, and they were all approximately three feet in diameter and four feet deep. Okay. Don't know why. Don't know how it fits in. But it was weird. Okay. I mean, that is a weird thing to have. It is a weird thing. And maybe somebody listening is like, that means this, but I have no idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you did have that aha moment, dear listeners, please tell me because I want proof that this thing exists. I mean, I used to dig in my yard. Yeah, you did? Just as a fun fact. (laughs) I had a big hole going. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So March 2012, Brown Town, where the Christopher story happened. Don't ask me why. Men. Um, a man left his truck near the swamp, a hundred feet off the road. He just left it there. He's parked it and then walked out. 
I mean, is he going on a hike? No, he just he just left it there. He abandons it. I mean, there's a perfectly good truck. There's nothing wrong with it. He just parks it there and leaves. For how long? He comes back the next morning. Okay, weird. Yeah. I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he was moonshining. Who knows, right? Um, isn't using moonshining in that way, isn't I've, that something completely different? I've never heard it. I've heard moonlighting. Okay. Maybe I, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. He wasn't doing anything. I wasn't implying he was. He was just hanging out in the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or he lived nearby. I don't know what he was doing. He didn't tell us what he was doing. I like to park at creepy places overnight, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe there was, like, a cabin in the woods or something kind of thing. So he returns the next morning, and he finds his car demolished. So, like I said, it's a truck, but the tires are chewed flat, obviously, because they've been chewed. So all four tires are flat with chew marks in it. The hood and the rear bumper had teeth marks all over it. Something had crawled under the truck and pulled all the wires and hoses loose from the engine area. And the radiator had three giant bite marks on the bottom of it. And they specifically mention a human didn't make these bite marks. They didn't show me a picture of what the bite marks looked like or anything like that. But the fact that they specifically mentioned that a human didn't make them made me think that at first glance it might look like a human bite pattern. Yeah, because why would you specify a human didn't do this when, like, I'm not thinking a human did this? Right. Yeah, so I'm thinking it doesn't have, like, an alligator bite pattern, you know? Mm -hmm. It probably follows the same curvature of our teeth, but just larger and sharper and with more... Um, force because they said that a human jaw doesn't have the pressure per square inch to be able to bite into this radiator. Okay. And, um, or at least bite into it and leave the marks that the creature did. So obviously people are like, that's the lizard man, right? Yeah. Because you parked in his swamp. What do you think he was going to do to your car, right? You know, okay. So uh, that was, like I said, that was in March 2012. So the next one, this is the this is the one with the dead dog. Yeah. But it's very important. When I saw that the dog died, I was like, I'm going to skip this story. But then I read another paragraph down and I was like, I cannot skip this story. Okay. I understand. I will give as little details as I possibly can. Thank you. So a man heard his dog crying in his backyard and he looked outside and he saw a large creature with green skin and long arms kicking his dog. He got a rifle, and he shot the lizard man several times. At the end of the story, he does say that he shot it at least five to seven times, okay? He shot it several times, and then it growled at him and started marching towards him. Marching was the word. No. Not that they used. It started coming at him. Okay, okay. And so, but it, like, growled at him, and it was angry, and it started coming at him. And so he shot it to at least two more times. And finally, like, and it, this was pretty close. And it was a, I don't know anything about guns, but it was a twenty-two rifle. So if you're a gun person, you know what that means. I've shot a twenty-two. Okay, is that big or small? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know a lot about guns. I just know I shot one. Okay. So the lizard man ran across the street and into the brush over there. 
So the man called the police. When the police got there, the dog was dead, unfortunately. However, on the road where the lizard man crossed, they found blood from the lizard man. Test it. They tested it. Okay. The blood was determined not to be the dog's, not to be human, but they could not determine what the blood was. So it did not match anything that they knew of. Huh. That's why this is so important. That's the single story that made me say, what? Yeah. Because they determined it's blood. Uh It's 100% blood. And they found it on the road. They found it in the bushes. They found it near the swamp. But then they lost a trail. So it's 100% blood, but they couldn't tell what creature was the blood. Oh, my God. Exactly. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this is like police. This isn't, like, some dude in his corner saying, oh, I collected blood and it's not human. Like, mm-hmm. it's the police database collected the blood. Wow. Yes. Okay. Okay. And I found that in a lot of sources, but not every single one of them. And I'm like, what the heck? Why would you not include that into every single one? That's the thing that matters the most, you know? Yeah. Like, if you got evidence, give the evidence. Yes. Please give the evidence. So, the lizard man was not seen for another year and so, but June 23rd, 2013, uh, also in Bishopville, a couple named Leon and Ada Marshall report that something attacked their car between the time that they got home at 10 p.m. and when they went outside at 11 a.m. the following morning. So... Either happened on the 22nd or the 23rd. However, on the 23rd, they did hear large screeching sounds before the sun came up. But at the time, they did not investigate. They were in the neighborhood. It wasn't like these farmers that I had previously mentioned. This is a neighborhood. Um, The next morning, around 11, they went outside and saw the state of their car and immediately called the sheriff. So the sheriff looked at the car, and he claimed that no animal he knew of could have caused this damage. The car's bumpers had been bitten. The top, the rag top, had been slashed with something that had three very sharp claws. There were matching scratches on the side of the car. The tires were chewed flat, and something had gotten under the car and pulled the wires and hoses exactly like the truck that was parked in the swamp wow yeah the previous night a couple that were required that they go unnamed Mm -hmm. had seen a seven foot tall green creature run across the road in front of them the previous night (sighs) before the car was potentially before the car was attacked if those sounds that they heard in the morning were the creature attacking their car then this was before the car was attacked Two weeks prior to them seeing this um, lizard man in the area, several neighborhood dogs and cats have been reported missing as well. Mm. And, like, within that two weeks span. So when the sheriff came out, was like, I have no idea what caused this, they brought the hunting dogs out. And the hunting dogs picked up the scent and led them to the same swampy area that the creature had originally been seen, And the dogs refused to go any further. And police dogs are well-trained dogs. If their humans say, go do this, they do it. 
Yeah. So the fact that they refused to go in means that they knew they were in danger. Mm-hmm. So then the next one, July 2013. So a month later. So it seems to be hit one month later, hit, wait a few years, hit, hit, wait a few years, except for one rare occurrence. So I don't know if he has like a circulatory pattern or what. But in July 2013 in Bishopville, three 400-pound hogs were killed. So you know, pigs are big. Pigs Pigs are are big. big. These were hogs, so they're bigger. Mm -hmm. And they were shredded, and portions of them were missing. And one large portion of the hog was found two miles away in the swamp. Well, okay. So. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. In 2015, in Bishopville, this woman named Sarah didn't get a last name. She stepped out of her church briefly one Sunday morning. (laughs) And she, just to take a breather. Okay. And she saw him. She saw the lizard man (laughs) running through the tree line. And she immediately took a picture and sent it to ABC4 News. Let me show you this photo. I think I've seen this photo. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I've seen that one. This photo looks like a man in a lizard man costume. It is a man in a lizard man costume. And who's obviously posing because he's like not a blur or anything. Also, that is the chunkiest tail I have (laughs) ever seen in my entire... Like, he can't... That doesn't help him with balance. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's so bad. It's very bad. And like I said, um, this photo is on the Late Late Show with James Corden. And I'm guessing he ripped it to shreds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, this, this looks like a man um, going to a birthday party. Oh, yeah. So to me, this does not say <laughs> that the lizard man is fake. I believe that this was some dude in a costume. Did it happen to mention if this was a during Halloween? I know it was in August. Okay. It was like August 5th, I think. I don't know if it was Sarah took the picture of a man in the costume, knowing it was fake, trying to pass it off as the real lizard man, or if there was just a man in a costume rocking around and Sarah was like, oh my god, that's the real lizard man. And then she sent it in. Uh-huh. So I don't know... What the story is, but that that that's a man in a costume. Yeah, one hundred percent. James Corden also said that uh, you guys should be concerned that there's a a lizard man just walking around, but no worry, the Power Rangers showed up, and then he had like a doctored photo of like all the Power Rangers like fighting this because in the really old <laughs> cartoons, all the villains looked like this. Oh, okay. Like it looked like this bad costume because that was before CGI and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or the CGI they had was, like, fake explosion, you know? Yeah. So, however, around the same time, in the same area, there was a video that somebody shot. And it took me a bit to be able to find this video, because all I could find was James Corden making fun of this photo. So, let me show you this video real quick, and we're going to pause here. So, what did you see? I saw in the distance mm-hmm. a figure that was definitely walking on two legs. Yes. That 
its back was not completely straight. It seemed to be leaning forward. I mm-hmm. think there was a tail. It was definitely very oddly shaped. And it was very far away in the woods. Very far away in the woods. And so because it's so far away, I can't say that it wasn't like a person pretending. Right. Who was like maybe in a black costume. Or that very costume we were just roasting five seconds ago. I don't know. Because this video did come out at the same time as that photo. Oh, okay. Maybe, actually. But yeah, it, it did look very... If I saw that in the woods, mm-hmm. I'd be out of there. I'd be I would freaked. be freaking out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. So it's only like 12 or 13 seconds long. And the like description of the video says that the video cuts out when the person starts... Or the creature starts running at the person recording. I didn't see the creature start running at the person. No, no, he doesn't start running <laughs> at the person. But I can see where, if if the person who took the video was like, okay, after I took this, they went after me, I would not be surprised just because it looked like they were kind of angling that way. Yeah. Um, because the person wasn't being quiet. Like, you can hear the no. sounds of them moving in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for showing me that. That was really interesting. But yeah, thank you for watching it. We can um, go there. But like I said, it has been sensationalized. There's a Lizard Man Festival every year. I have to figure out the dates so that we can buy our tickets. And then we need to park at a swamp and then like leave for a suspicious amount of time. Um, so I don't know if my car insurance covers Lizard Men. It covered it for Chris. What's his name? Yeah, but that was in the 80s, and maybe insurance has gotten smarter since then. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, yes, so there's also the Lizard Man Comic Con, and I don't know if they're, like, tied together or what, but I love it, you know? Yep. So if you're in Bishopville, like, there's, like, the Lizard Man Laundry place and <laughs> everything like everything just named after the lizard man you can see the lizard man everywhere oh we need to go oh we God. need to go and so there's endless souvenirs with the lizard man on him and then robin yeah do you remember the 2017 solar eclipse i do so for those of you who weren't in the solar eclipse line of sight you probably don't really remember it but Columbia was smack dab in, in the middle of it. Yeah. So we were able to, from our own houses, watch the solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. And so there were so many people in Columbia. So many people were here. Yeah. It's because we were like the furthest east main city. So a lot of people from other countries were coming to South Carolina as well. Oh. So, um, because it's cheaper to go to Columbia than it is to go to some city in the middle of the country if you're coming from the east, you know? So, there were a lot of people in um, Columbia. And so, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division tweeted about the possibility of a lizard man sighting during the solar eclipse. What? They tweeted out saying that the lizard man might not believe or might not realize that there's a solar eclipse, that the lizard man might think that it was nighttime and he might come out and you guys might be able to see the lizard man. Two phenomenons in one day. And their exact quote 
is regarding possible paranormal activity potentially occurring during this hashtag solar eclipse 2017. <laughs> As always, if you see something, say something. This was tweeted on August 9th, 2017, because the solar eclipse happened August 21st, I believe. It might have been the 20th. I, can't, I know it was August. Well, I know it was like a few days after my birthday. Yes. So, and they tweeted out this photo that says total eclipse safety tips and it has a map of lee and sumter counties where and with markings on it where the lizard man has been seen plus a line where you will be able to see the solar eclipse or not the dark part is where you would be able to see it the bright part is where you would not be able to see it and it says uh this historical map is in response to recent media reports about possible paranormal activity associated with the upcoming total eclipse. SCEMD does not know if lizard men become more active during a solar eclipse, but we advise that residents of Lee and Sumter counties should remain ever vigilant. Whoever is in charge of their socials, I love them. I know, right? Oh my god, they didn't... <laughs> and somebody was like, you know what, that lizard man thing? I bet you that would flip them out. Let's do this. Yes. It's like, and I was like, originally I was like trying to scroll through their their Twitter feed to all the way back to 2017. I need to retweet this. Yes. yes. I, I have the link saved. Thank you. So originally I was scrolling to try to like find it, but I was going through, like they post daily about getting your COVID vaccine. Which is good. Which is good. But I was just like, oh my gosh. I scrolled for like... A solid minute, and I was back to May of this year. <laughs> yeah. And so I Googled SCEMD Lizard Man tweet, <laughs> and this immediately popped up. It was the first link. I mean, look at the, uh, I don't think they probably usually get that many interactions with their tweets. 684 retweets. Go SCEMD. I know. It has uh, 668 likes. Two people need to remove their likes. I know. Anyway. So I did want to bring that up. Thank you. I uh, love that. I'm so confused and interested. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, it was um, investigated by the sci-fi show Factor Faked. Um, basically what their prerogative was. I didn't watch the full episode. I just kind of like jumped through it. And basically they tried to recreate the damage to a car that um, appeared in a news clip that I can show you in a couple seconds, Robin. And they were able to recreate the damage using, like, power tools and things like that. However, this woman in the same video clip speaks of her six or seven cats that went missing and never returned. And um, they also found blood smeared on the car. The news clip does not say if it was human blood, what kind of blood it was. And yes, you can recreate the damage to a car, and maybe some of the cars were fake that were damaged, but you can't fake that blood that was found. That's true. Here's another pause where we're going to watch the news clip where it shows the car that was destroyed. I like the sheriff at the end was like, eh, you know what? The lizard man may be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the owner of the car that was destroyed, he said that it could be a bear and then he started loading a gun on the news <laughs> yeah uh i mean okay you can probably fake anything with power tools right. i will say that 
but it just I keep going back to the blood, and you're right, the blood is the definitive thing. Yeah. So, Robin, those are all my facts. Yes. I believe in the lizard man of Lee in Sumter County. Robin, have I inducted you into my cult? Or are you refusing to drink the Kool-Aid? Can I do a half thing? Okay. I believe that there is a... I believe that this thing that people have seen exists. Okay. I... When you say lizard man, it makes me think, like, okay, it's a man-lizard hybrid. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that exists. Mm -hmm. But I do think maybe it is a odd and aggressive small mutation of some type of reptile creature. So, mm-hmm. is that your full thought? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, I will say it for the, the microphone. I kind of believe in the lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do want to say a couple things that were, like, not in my notes, but I read about them. One, alien. You know? I didn't even... So, I never think alien before somebody says alien. They're like, ah, oh, alien. Okay. Theory, alien. The only problem with that is that um, there weren't any, like ufo sightings in the area like usually to call a cryptid an alien you have to be able to say before he was seen there was a ufo or maybe there was a weird ball of light but you have to say like there was some sort of ufo spatial thing happening to determine it's an alien so i don't think he's an alien however one small comment by one person in the newspaper. It set my brain going. Okay. In that area, there are legends of people hearing chains dragging through the woods. Okay. Those, that was a legend. It's gone back years. I don't know how long, because like I said, I couldn't find anything, any more information on it. It was news article, one offhand comment not explored further but there's a legend that was passed on by the locals that you can hear chains dragging in the woods what if the lizard man okay i'm about to get full conspiracy theory on you okay is a american government secret animal that they have melded together the DNA of an alligator and a human to create a super soldier and they would transport it from the swamp to some secret government facility and it had chains on it and people would hear the chains dragging in the woods as they transported it from place to place under the cover of the night and then it escaped one day and attacked these cars because it's always transported in a car. (laughs) um i admire (laughs) the ingenuity the creativity the resourcefulness of that conspiracy theory i admire you you know what you laid out all the pieces thank you i myself am not particularly prone to conspiracy theories (laughs) but you know what maybe other people are and i think that that's a good thing for people who are (laughs) You were, 
That was so good. You were, like, building up to that, and I didn't even know it. Yes. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. I applaud your storytelling abilities. Thank you. So, but yes, that that's my theory. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% completely believe it, not for jokes and giggles at all. I believe that you believe it. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's a good thing to put together, and I love the bringing in the oral history of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. No matter what, there's some weird stuff happening in that swamp. Mm-hmm. So, Robin, we're going to Bishopville. Yeah. I'm putting on all the I love lizard man things, and I'm going into the swamp. Well, we need to create a shirt that says, I believe in the lizard man, and then, I kind of believe in the lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. The, two shirts, pick your side. Yeah, really. <laughs> yep. The sides are, you fully believe or you kind of believe. There is no you don't believe, okay? Yeah. Yep. I, I... Robin, Twitter poll, please. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. You know what? That kind of makes... I kind of think that that is pretty indicative of, like, how we are with the supernatural anyway in this podcast. Because, like, I believe, but I'm also, like, really... I'm more of the skeptic of the two of us. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I believe and I kind of believe. <laughs> Yes. That's perfect. I want to believe in the, I kind of want to believe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, thank you. Thank you for sharing the story. I had a great time. This, you know, I did this all in one night because we had a last minute change of plans. Yeah. And I I think if it was any other story, I wouldn't be able to research all of this in one night. Oh, if it were me, I'd be panicking. (laughs) But, I mean, I sat down, we got home. I dropped you off at 8.30 at night. Yeah. I got home probably around 9, decompressed a little with my boyfriend. Um, he bought pizza, and I love him for that. And But only that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Kari, I love you. And then I sat down on my computer. I probably sat down around 9.30, 9.45, maybe 10. And I was in bed by midnight. I Wow. Really good. Thank you. Love it. Also, I, uh, you know, we ha- we've had some fun recording. I've never seen you have as much fun as you did with this episode. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like, I might um, get a banner around my gecko tattoo, and it says, I believe in the lizard man. Like, honestly. Cool. No, not really. Okay. But I do want to find the lizard man so I can propose to him. Oh. I mean, Kari's going to be a bit upset about that. Fine. But he can deal. He can. You know what? You're right. He's a strong, independent man who don't need no me. Sure. I mean, I mean no, yeah, but I, just, I didn't know how to respond to that. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. That yeah. was fun. A wild ride. It was a wild ride. Please tell people, spread the news, please. Yes, please. Uh, if you liked today's episode... Would you better have? Would you better have? Please like, subscribe, review, and tell your friendos. Yes. And if you want to see my blog and my show notes and all my marvelous sources where you can see these facts for yourself in these videos and all that, you can go to hauntedhospitality.wordpress.com. And if you want to submit your own spooky submissions so that we can read them in a special episode, whether it's a mystery, true crime, paranormal, cryptid lizard man, if you've seen the lizard man yourself, please write in to hauntedhospitalitypodcast at gmail.com. 
and if you are in the Twitter sphere, you can find us at Haunted House. You can find us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else as Haunted Hospitality. We do a lot of fun extra content and would love to interact with you. Yes, please go to our Twitter poll and say you believe in the Lizard Man. Or you kind of believe in the Lizard Man. <laughs> Stay, Stay spooky! spooky.